Hello loves, Danielle Goley here, your host of Design to Awaken podcast. I'm your life purpose coach, empathic intuitive, and human design expert. I'm passionate about all things personal growth and development, spirituality, holistic well-being, relationships, and living with purpose and intention while being of service to others and the world. I'm a small town girl from North Central Montana who loves her family and community, who took a leap of faith and stepped outside of the status quo and left my professional career as Director of Public Health and began my personal journey of spiritual awakening and aligning with my soul's purpose. I'm here now to share personal experiences, lessons, failures, and what I have discovered along my own personal journey on this thing that we call life. Are you ready to be vulnerable in a space that's safe and begin celebrating your own authentic self? Awesome! Then pull up a seat, grab a cup of tea or your favorite thing to sip on, and let's talk all things. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose in the world? This is the Design to Awaken podcast. Welcome, welcome to Design to Awaken. I'm so, so excited for my guest today, Sarah Gastelin. Um, Her and I have, gosh, been in each other's life for going on two and a half years. So a little bit about Sarah. Sarah is a mom, nurse, firearms instructor, and self-improvement and development pursuer. Sarah loves helping others heal and feel better. She became a nurse to help and to be of service. Since then, she has been exposed to more natural ways of healing the body and from the inside out. She is passionate about preventative health and proactive health approaches. Sarah also is a woman who is inspired by empowering others who who are faced with challenges and helping them overcome them. This has become something from health to even personal challenges. Sarah is an expert firearms instructor, and she loves empowering women through firearms training to truly help them build their personal confidence just by supporting them by transforming their fear of firearms to becoming confident with shooting and handling their firearm. She is able to witness women stepping back into their personal power. Sarah is a true leader and empowerment mentor, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome. Hi. So Sarah, I would love for you to share a little bit about who is Sarah? You know, I, I, I mentioned a little bit in, in the introduction, but really, who are you and what are you passionate about in life? So I'm just your backwoods type of a gal. I um, always just been outdoors. Life has just evolved from I've always grown up on a ranch to I got married and moved on to another ranch to after I got divorced, which would have been the beginning of my major awakening. So please, Sarah, share with us about who you are and what are you passionate about in life? Um, I am passionate about a lot of things. I feel like I am a jack of all trades or jack of many trades, but master of none. Anywhere from, like you mentioned, I do the nursing to I'm a mama of two kiddos to I was I've always been in the country, so grew up on a ranch, married into another ranch, and then when I got 
my divorce and then stepped into this new life, it's all been out in the country. And so passionate about nature, observing that and passionate about how nature can step into your health and using mother nature is quite an amazing thing. So using tools given to us to improve our health, it's fun helping people for me. Um, I enjoy helping people with different avenues, whether it be just helping them through a specific problem, or if it's trying to be like, sometimes you get that feeling that you're kind of the blessing that's in the shadows that you don't really know what impact you had, but you feel like you had one. So I guess I'm just kind of passionate about life and navigating it and trying to help others do the same. Yeah, absolutely. You know, over the years that I've gotten to really know you, I definitely would would say that that's what I see in you. I would just say you. I see passion, like you were saying, nature. I, I definitely witness a major passion of yours of just, like you said, nature, animals, land, and, and really connecting with with our surroundings. Is that fair to say? Yes. Whenever I am feeling off or struggling, I have to go just go for a hike and go sit on a hilltop. Nobody around me, no distractions, and just go sit and be. Listen to the birds, watch the deer, feel the wind. And if I'm still needing another attitude adjustment, go hike another hill. <laughs> And so it's very much nature is my happy spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're so blessed to be able to live out in some amazing country. So can you share with us a bit about where you were in life before you began your personal awakening journey? So that one, it started, like you said, for you and I working together, which was at the very beginning of my divorce. When you and I first had our first conversation, I think I had literally moved out either that day or the day before, I can't remember. And so my journey kind of started a couple years before that, when I was really struggling with my marriage and trying to navigate how to fix, how to grow. So I started seeking uh, self-improvement, self-development, leadership skills for multiple years, but kind of, it was one of those of like, I feel fulfilled for a week after whatever conference I had went to. And then I'd fall back into that I'm struggling zone again. And so it was kind of the start of that. But then right after my divorce is when it really changed for me in such a good way of I kind of took out the thorn that was constantly festering and started to heal, started to really dive deep into my reactions. Why am I reacting this way? And so I really started to try to analyze of what is causing me to be so emotionally broken and fragile, just drained. I was completely drained. So trying to analyze and find the next steps to improve and grow and feel whole. So I was in a pretty tough spot. I mean, you and I talked and it was, and you're like, oh, how are you? I'm like, oh, things are okay. How's life? Uh, turned upside down, you know, like a snow globe, you shake it and everything's kind of going everywhere. That was my life. <laughs> and, you know, with you sharing that and thank you for being open to share that, it is definitely a common experience that I hear from clients as well as my own life. You know, a lot of times there's something major that shakes us awake, kind of like, oh, like you were saying, the thorn, you got to pull out that thorn. Like, what is that? What is that thing that, you know, I, I like to say God, divine spirit, or even our higher power is saying, okay, there's something that needs to be addressed in time to look at and contemplate. And, and that's what you were doing, you know, and that's kind of the experience with your divorce, right? Would you say that's kind of that, that awakening moment? Yes. I was just gonna say it began a few years prior, you said, but it really was that turning point. It was. 
It was, that was the major, like, instead of feeling like you're the constant struggle of like, where you're almost drowning the entire time to now you're just really tired, but you finally found the shore type of thing of where now you have a new starting point. You finally inside, I knew for a long time, but I didn't want to admit it. And nobody wants to get a divorce. I mean, you chose that and it was something you wanted when it doesn't work. Sometimes it just doesn't work. And in this case, it it wasn't, it was draining me. And it was something that, yeah, that was my new, my new starting point. And it was, okay, let's do this, but let's do it better. Grow and find the happiness and joy in life again. And to grow. I I really, the amount of growth in the last two and a half years, three years is just amazing to me. It's so crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a, a great, you know, segue to what I wanted to ask you next is what are some of the areas of your life, you know, either mindset, habits, or even around your past that you have really worked on that have already really impacted your life today? So one that has taken me a long time. So at the very beginning, and it's so different from the very beginning, it was one of those of you learned, it was more of a look back and acknowledge areas of traumas, areas that were affecting you at that moment to now where I have grown and I still look back, but I have more positive mindset versus having to really heal and be in, be in the suck at the moment of healing. Now I'm more healed and where I can, the mindset for me is gratitude. And I've learned that that makes a huge, huge difference. So even when I'm still going through trials, trying to find the things to be positive about of, I have the ability to go for that hike today. I have a roof over my head. I heard my kids laugh today. I was able to take that deep breath. I have milk in my fridge and I needed a big glass of chocolate milk as a comforter. Or, I mean, just being able to search for the silver linings, even when things are tough. And then just being consistent on that of that every time it's starting to feel like I'm getting bogged down, try to flip it, get the positive thoughts going again and take a step back. Mm, Yeah. Gratitude attitude. Yes. Yes. Very much so. So, and then just being consistent and being able to identify things that have impacted me. So like making a goal of where you want to be or knowing an area that you desire to change, finding your weak points and addressing that. Like if you are wanting to be more flexible, but you are sitting on your couch, so get up and stretch for five minutes and then stretching every day or just like if you're feeling like you don't have time, okay, look at how much time are you spending on your screen versus doing the five minutes with your kids versus five minutes of TikTok or finding the areas where you are wanting to improve and then finding the weak points in your plan to get there and taking steps towards those. Absolutely. Those are great areas that I think all of us can, you know, empathize with or what's what I'm looking for, understand, right? Life is the things about you're saying like screen time or, you know, physical movement and then having a gratitude mindset. So what other things have you learned about yourself that during this time that has really supported you in truly stepping into your personal empowerment and confidence? Our time and our sessions have made a huge difference. So ways that they've, and I feel like our approaches have 
changed. Like for when you and I first started, it was dealing with like the past traumas and the healing aspect. And now with you stepping into your human design and learning more about that, that has been a game changer for me. All the areas where I was a little bit self-conscious of learning that my human design, that for me, I need that invite with being the projector, that when somebody asked me, would you like to come along? It's like, oh, yes. It's like that complete, like wholesome, okay, I get to go type of a thing versus when you just kind of step in and you feel like that third wheel. That was a big one for me. And learning to look for the invite that isn't just verbal has made a big difference for me. Another one is just learning those little things of where I was a little bit subconscious. The other big one for me was I, especially when I was still married, and even now I learning that my human design, that I don't have like that big battery pack to keep going and going and going has been huge for me. And that I need to listen to my body when it says it's time to rest, honoring that because I do not function well without sleep. And when I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted. It's not the, oh, just push through. It just does not end well (laughs) for me. And so acknowledging that my design type needs a lot of rest and being okay with that. You know, today's world when they are saying, you need to push harder, you need to push faster, you push so, so hard and just keep going and going and going, it will push you the wrong way. And that one was heavy for me. Like when I would go on vacation and you have the highest of highs, you are in the moment and things are so good. And then as soon as you return home and that energy shift changed, it was like I hit rock bottom. It was just like, made, like I almost felt bipolar of how big my energy swings were. And I thought that there was something wrong with me. I'm like, why, why am I so fragile? Why is my mental state? Why do I go from so happy to so sad? I'm like, there must be something wrong with me. And being able to acknowledge those. And ask how that impacts your confidence in your day-to-day life now. Oh, it's huge. And so like when I would hit those extreme swings, like I almost went on uh, medications for it because I'm like, there's got to be something wrong with me that I am not able to maintain that happy status basically now that i am in a healthier emotional state that made a huge difference so the healing along with knowing that and acknowledging my body's needs made it so that i wasn't working against my body that when i was in those highs of highs knowing that it's good and i can write it but as soon as it's gone i can acknowledge the energy shift of like that was really good. And not my lows aren't near as low as they used to be because I'm more emotionally fulfilled and able to have a better medium, I guess, a better constant versus having such highs and lows, but acknowledging like for my shooting clients and stuff, I still notice that I still have those lows, but being able to rest in that because we have some groups that are so high energy and you write it and it's awesome why they're here. But as soon as you leave, you fall on your face. And it's just like, oh, I'm exhausted. Acknowledging that low as I need to rest is a huge, huge game changer for me. Yeah, what I'm hearing you say is it's allowed you permission to rest. It's allowed you to let go of the judgment of that there's something potentially wrong with you because you need that rest or that you feel those highs and those lows and understanding that 
you are uniquely you and and to be able to really utilize that for your your life and your your gifts and what you do in your day does that make sense yes that yes that summarizes it very well <laughs> absolutely no no i love it i mean and you know only a projector you know can express that you know cuz that's your truth and we do live in a very i mean most of the society has that energy pack that you were talking about that you you don't necessarily have activated i think it's 70 70% of the population has that generator um, energy and hence why society is is all about hustle, go, 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 you know, just push through it. And 30% of the population, that's not their truth and or how they're designed to operate. And so thank you so much for sharing that because I can only imagine that there will be listeners that that can really resonate with with that and to be able to have that like, oh my gosh, someone else is experiencing that and that there is there is hope, right? To use it in in a positive versus always looking at it in a negative or judgment or have shame for for how you're designed. So how has how has your life changed? You shared a little bit about that, but how has your life changed since embarking on your awakening journey? It's so much happier, more fulfilled. Like the best way to kind of describe it is instead of feeling like you're stubbing your toes on the rocks as you're walking through the creek type of thing, I feel like I'm climbing stairs now. It's so the best way, instead of using like the, the escalator type of thing, when you're going up different staircases, like when you're stairs that have multiple levels, when you're in a growing curve and being able to recognize that, oh, life is changing. It's going to be a little bit hard, but it's okay. I can't wait to see what's on the other side. Having my perspective on those changes ha- is completely different. The feelings are completely different. It feels so good. Like life, life is still life, but it's so much better. Being able to acknowledge that, okay, I am climbing another set of stairs. I'm hitting another growing curve. I'm learning things, learning to look for the blessings and the lessons is one thing I've started to do of like, okay, life is hard. What, what lesson am I supposed to get from this? And what blessing is coming? And when you're climbing those stairs, sometimes it's a short staircase and you go, whew, got, got through that one. And you start to feel like you're on that plateau again. And it's like, oh, I accomplished another one. And sometimes you would start walking into another staircase. And sometimes you get to walk around half the building going, huh, I can recover. I'm not like not in a growing curve. Things are just good. And sometimes that staircase never seems to end. Knowing, I don't know, just being able to acknowledge even to have that power of, yep, things are changing. And to be okay with it has been a huge mind uh, mindset change for me. You know, that's that's been my personal experience as well as, you know, hearing from you and, and a lot of other people that I've worked with, but even that have been on this own journey is the idea is, like you say, in staircases, they can be short, you know, and have plot two or longer. Ideally, having the tools, the confidence and the awareness to be able to get to that next level of growth quicker and doesn't mean it's easy, right? Like you were saying, doesn't mean those stairs are not steep, but you generally can get there, you know, a little less unscathed. Like you were saying, you're not jamming your toes on the rocks. <laughs> you're you're making nice, nice clean steps. They're still burning your thighs, right? You're <laughs> going up the stairs, but you're, you're not like coming up to the top and having, you know, bloody toes, you know. There's sometimes we might still have bloody toes, but it's it's less frequently. Or you might have one bloody toe versus all ten. A few less bumps and bruises along the way. 
Exactly. So how do you envision your life as you move forward? Like, what are your goals? Where are you, where are you headed now? I, I know it's going to be bountiful. It's going to be big and it's going to be beautiful just because of the growth and the things I've been able to accomplish this far. Why would it stop now? And to just keep envisioning and growing. I keep, I desire growth. And so I surround myself with people that do grow. I try to challenge myself. I love helping others that want to challenge themselves. I try to add in little tidbits of like, hey, this helped me. Maybe it will help you. And so I don't try to push it on people. But like, if you want it, here's here's what I've learned from my experience. So I try to help people along that way as to where I'm going. I'm still pursuing my nursing career, but also that's just kind of my side gig. Um, I fall into early spring job um, during the summer. I'm still pursuing um, advancing my firearms experience, my long distance shooting abilities and growing on that aspect to help people on that side of things. So I kind of have two different opposite lives. I love the holistic side and I love the let's get you safe and build your confidence and kick butt side. So there's kind of two different avenues that I'm still trying to grow and I love both of them. So it's fun being able to add, have both of them, even though they're both seasonal. That's awesome. And it's nice that they are, you you know, you have the ability to focus on each of them at their own time, especially with, you know, your design of energy, right? So it gives you that ability to be able to really focus on that. So how has your confidence in yourself, maybe even your gifts or talents showing up differently today? It shows up a lot different. The ability to go toe to toe with some of my clients that I deal with, is pretty cool. Being around confident people, you kind of catch their vibe. And then every once in a while, even in a group of super confident people, being able to be just content with yourself and you watch and you can still see that everybody has insecurities. So being able to acknowledge that nobody's perfect takes the pressure off you of having to be perfect. Cause that's one thing I struggle with is I do not like to be embarrassed. And when I am embarrassed, it's like my whole world ends of like, Oh man, somebody saw me screw up. That one's hard for me. And so being able to learn to take the pressure off yourself and just be able to smile, walk into a room and know that this is what I'm good at. But being humble enough to say, I don't know that. Can you teach me? That's been a huge one of just being okay with knowing what my strengths are and knowing what my weaknesses are, not focusing on the weaknesses, but acknowledging them to help them grow has been a big one for me. Instead of trying to hide them, I try to allow myself to work with them instead of just ignoring them. That one's a big one for me. You know, our listeners probably don't truly realize what you do when you're talking about firearms. You know, you're literally, you're a female in the industry of firearms and you're surrounded by expert marksmen, right? You know, a lot of military and they're coming to you and your family to help them improve on their their trade, right? You and your family are the ones teaching them and giving them the opportunity to improve. And you are, I mean, for me, I think it's so impressive to be a, a younger female and you are actually surrounded in that environment and how being afraid to to make a mistake, like I could totally, I can just step into that feeling of like being around that environment and making a mistake because it would feel like it's highlighted. And and that's just me. That might not be your experience. How has, I mean, have you experienced an increase in your confidence in that situation? 
Yes, I have. So I've learned, yeah, trying to deal with, yeah, during my summers, I deal with a lot of men and testosterone. And I'm usually the only girl on the range. This last year, we had one or two that kind of came through and it was just like, oh, a girl day. But so it completely changes things of just learning to be confident in know, know myself, being able to really, I don't want to say play myself down, but just kind of be a surprise, learn to be the humble person, be confident. in. I know that I can do X, Y, Z, but I don't need to show it. But when I do show it, I want to show it good. Sometimes that still doesn't work. Being able to constant, like constantly try to learn from others. I always, even when I'm in a room of people who are very experienced in the same thing that I am, I'm always listening, always try to listen because you will always learn something. A learning attitude for me has been a it's surprising that that is such a big deal for me, but it is of just constantly being able to learn. That's been the best growth for me is trying not to be, to close myself off because that's when I start to feel less confident. So yeah, it, that energetic expansion and being open, like you said, open to learning from whoever may be the next teacher for you at the moment, right? Those that don't understand human design, Sarah is a 6'2", which she is meant to be a role model. That means to be a role model, we have to also learn, right? We can't role model something that we haven't learned and been willing to experience ourselves. So it's awesome that you have really embraced that aspect of who you are. And like you said, it's scary to be a role model when we're younger. That's like, I, I believe our journey is to get to... That energy is already within us. We're designed for that, but it doesn't mean it comes naturally. Like that's, I believe we come to this life to learn that and to truly grow into that, that you are actually really doing that. I have a comment. So on like on that aspect of the growth for me, being able to acknowledge my weaknesses, coping mechanisms until you had me read the dragon's book and figuring out that mine was arrogance. That one was a hard one for me to take, but that one's been such a game changer for me with the arrogance dragon of not letting people see your weaknesses and then trying to hide them. That just makes them blow up for me of my coping mechanism prior was I would retreat. I would try to hide myself and I would isolate to a point I nobody I wouldn't let anybody in and that just when you sit in your own demons it's detrimental that one was a game changer for me as well of just acknowledging that when I'm coping in a negative way versus trying to cope in a positive way that's that's powerful and thank you so much for sharing that because we all do have is represented in that book is a dragon and it's just a coping mechanism like you said that we develop when we're younger and once we can identify that and then we can actually become aware of when it's when it's showing up in our life and then loving ourselves still through that knowing there's nothing wrong with us it's just that we are in a moment because it's generally triggered by fear just like you were saying fear of someone seeing something that you might do wrong right it just triggers that that dragon in your coping mechanism was to retreat so it just depends on what that dragon is for each individual but understanding that and a again witnessing it and knowing that, oh, I'm being triggered by fear and I'm, so how can I take a step back for a second 
identify what it is and then have the understanding how to continue to move forward because we all experience fear, right? Everything in life can, especially growth, stepping out of our comfort zone is going to elicit fear. If we want to continue to grow and improve and really awaken to our true authentic self, we're going to have to understand what that is for each individual and then still be able to move through it. And and I love how it's been so amazing witnessing you. You are definitely someone has not been afraid. There's been fear, but you have not been afraid to face that fear. Even as uncomfortable as it's been, you you have said, I'm willing to <laughs> wrangle with my dragon, understand my my energy, be willing to embrace that, let go of that judgment of there's something wrong when there's not. You're amazingly designed to be able to utilize that in your highest good, to be able to truly witness you stepping into this amazing, confident, you know, I've said it so many times, that first conversation we had, I remember it as clearly as if it was happening right now. The vision I had of you being this this very confident, which is interesting, right? The very confident, powerful leader, specifically around firearms and firearm advocacy. Like I literally saw you advocating and I didn't even know any of this about you at that moment, but I seen it. I mean, it is who you are. Of course, you choose that for yourself. You literally have stepped into this amazing, confident energy, this confident woman, mother, firearms instructor, nurse. I mean, you've also went into a leadership role for your nursing during this time. So it's just been really, really fun to be able to witness your transformation, your awakening. So with that, what advice or wisdom would you like to give or to share with our listeners on awakening their own confidence in themselves? Don't be afraid of yourself. Really listen to yourself. Think about your mindset. Are you talking to yourself as you are a kid of like, oh, you're not going to be good enough for that, or I'm not strong enough to do this. Really, Danielle and I have worked so hard on intuition. Like, okay, what's your gut saying? Like the very first conversation that we had, I had just moved out and she was talking about, I'm just going to use the cost of working with her. I was afraid of spending money at that time because I had just moved out and I was a single mom. Holy crap, the world's really big right now. She's like, what is your gut saying? And I'm like, honestly, I want to work with you. She's like, well, there you go. I'm like, okay, it'll work out. And it has been the most beautiful thing. So listen to your gut, feel where you're being drawn to go or to do and really analyze it and just really be okay with listening to yourself because you know more than you realize. Even being okay with trying new things. That's been one of mine is being okay with letting somebody know that you are just starting out. You are a beginner. This is my first step. When I first started my nursing stuff, that was so scary because yeah, yeah, I'm out of nursing school. And then you get to the first day of work and it's like, oh my goodness, did I even learn anything in nursing school? And then even watching that transformation in my shooting clients from I've had ladies that have come up to me and they've said, I want to be able to protect my family, even if it's just because a lady likes to go hiking with her kids. And out here we have rattlesnake. She's like, I want to be able to protect my kids in case there's a rattlesnake in our path. I'm like, okay, that's great. We can do this from where she wouldn't even touch that pistol because she was afraid it'd go boom if she even looked at it to all of a sudden she's able to handle it and manipulate it, work it in a functional, confident. And then when we take them shooting and she shoots this tight little group, the excitement on people's faces. Find your joy. 
and then just let it shine. Happiness and a smile and being able to enjoy the little things. The little things are the big things. You walk by and you see a flower that instantly just kind of makes you go, it looks so happy. And just enjoy that moment and capture the beauty and then take that with you for your day. There's some days where you just keep hitting rocks, but there's some days that there's a whole lot of flowers. Mm, That's great advice and wisdom for sure. Thank you. Where can our listeners connect with you more? I do have a Facebook and Instagram page. So my Facebook is just Sarah Gastrolin. Uh, Gastrolin is G-A-A-S-K-J-O-L-E-N, and it should pop up. Otherwise, if you have access to get a hold of Danielle, she can pass you on to me. My Instagram is just Sarah Gask at 91. But otherwise, I don't know if Danielle, if you give up phone numbers on here, but if you have access to Danielle, she can pass you along to me and I'm happy for phone calls, emails, any sort of conversations. Awesome. Awesome. And I will definitely put those links in the description so you can definitely make sure you get that spelling of her last name correctly. Definitely follow Sarah to reach out to her for anything. I am definitely one of those ladies and I've already talked talk to Sarah that I hope someday she can help me become more confident with firearms due to a past trauma that I experienced or witnessed, I should say, more witnessed as a young child with an accidental death of a fire with a firearm. Just again, like you were saying, always willing to do something and grow, even though it's fearful, because I'm putting my hand up. I'm definitely one of those ladies that I'm surrounded by firearms where we live in my family, and I have shot them. I do have a deep, deep fear around them, and to know that I can literally go to work through that fear of my in my own self will absolutely help me in other aspects of my life. So thank you so, so much, Sarah. And I wrote down this quote, find joy, the little things are the big things. So remember that from Sarah. So thank you again so much. And thank you to our listeners. And I will catch you on our next episode. Yay, we did it. We shared together in another Design to Awaken podcast episode. I would feel honored if you liked it to please rate and subscribe to the podcast so to never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Friday. Also, if you desire a place to take the conversation further and you know you are with other like-minded souls who are ready to celebrate your awakening and support you in your own journey of living on purpose, hop on over. Join my exclusive community on Facebook at Designed to Awaken. Or you can hit me up at daniellegoley.com. This is Danielle signing off. See you next time. Much love.